ready to get and stay fit? Welcome to Fit, Positive, Confident with Dr. Gordon, where the focus is on your whole person health, physical, mental, and spiritual. Because your health can be affected by so many factors, Dr. G covers a range of topics in this program, from eating healthy to world-shaping events. So relax and enjoy the show. All right, folks, welcome to Fit, Positive, Confident. This is Gordon Anik, and today in the studio, once again, my good buddy, Kyle Galloway. Kyle, welcome to the show. You know, you know I love being here, so another week, it another looks, topic. Another topic, another week, another, you know, moment uh, uh, on the airwaves, you know. Gotta <laughs> love it, gotta love it. Yes, you, yes, uh, it's, it's, it almost seems from talking to you that we, both of us, have been a little bit slower getting up this last week and just uh, right. tackling the world and yeah. wrestling down all of the giant problems <laughs> that we are dealing with, you know. Yeah, right, you know. Glad it's not just me that the last couple of weeks it's like feeling like I need that little bit more sleep than I needed during the uh, summer. So, you know, always nice to commiserate with somebody. Well, you know, I I have a good friend who just lost a spouse, and uh, and then one of the kids is uh, having serious issues because of you know mm-hmm. everything that took place, and that's uh, some major stress, you know, that uh, that family's uh, going through. But um, on a on a daily basis, we all experience a stress, mm-hmm. and you know, generally we deal with it, and we you know. Laugh it off, work it out, run it off for three or four miles, go to sauna, swim, you know, have a fight, get it out (laughs) of our system. You know what I mean? I mean, one way or the other. Yeah. But it does, uh, you know, in in some cases, we do end up dealing with uh, chronic amounts of stress that don't go away. Yeah. Yeah. And that stuff can really uh, mess you up. It really can. Stress is... uh Stress is a big killer, man. Um, and yeah, it's funny. Um, I studied a lot of psychology when I was in college, and psychology was always, you know, something that I was really interested in. And I was actually saying this to a parent the other day uh, when we were I was talking to them about our program, and and uh, the the mom looked at me and she's like, you know, I'm I'm realizing that there's there's a lot more to martial arts than you know, just kicking and punching, like there's, you know, psychology and biology. And I was like, yeah, this, you know, I study all this stuff because it helps me to be a better martial artist. And and when I was studying psychology in, in, uh, in college, um, one of the professors that I had uh, made this statement that stress is the spice of life. And that was an interesting statement to me because it kind of changed, uh, the perspective that I have on stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, nowadays we, we hear uh, a lot about, you know, we got to minimize our stress and, you know, the, the really dark side of stress is, is what we kind of hear about. But if you lived a stress-free life, it would actually be very boring. And that was kind of the purpose of that statement from that psychology professor that I had. But and the whole whole uh, lecture was built around the idea that you know too much stress and unmanaged stress is a very detrimental thing for your life, but 
if you had no stress, then you'd be bored out of your mind. So you really got to try to find a way to strike the balance of, you know, having the right amount of stress without letting it go kind of overboard. Well, if you use that analogy of spices, you know, if you sprinkle it a little bit, that's fine. But if you overwhelm it, you know, if you yeah. put half a pound of salt right. into your soup, you know, it's not going to work. Yeah, that's, you know, so, and it really, yeah, that, that whole analogy, you know, stress is the spice of life. I mean, just that statement, I don't, you know, know I don't know why that hit me and stuck with me so much uh, in college. Um, it's not like I felt like I was overly stressed in college now. Granted, I was in college in the early 2000s, so, you know, <laughs> not nearly right, right. as stressful as as uh, today's college world. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I was an early 20s kid, you know, didn't feel like I was overly stressed. So it always was kind of curious to me that that particular statement stuck with me. So You, you uh, need a little bit. Yeah, you know, and... Um, but, you know, what I'm getting at is... Uh, I mean, some people, like the example I gave, have tremendous amount of stress all of a, all of, all at once, you know. Yeah. Because of whatever particular problem that arises, but some people have a maybe a small amount of stress that they carry all the time, you know, for years and years and years, and that can be really detrimental, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah. you you you're not resolving it. Yeah. And it could be anything, you know. It could be a a a. a an ailment, it could be a, a dynamics in a marriage, it could be something going on with your kids, it could be, you know, the money issue. I mean, it could be anything, any kind of stress. And, and maybe it's not a huge thing, but it's constant. It's every right. day, Yeah, never goes away. And I think that kind of stress will kill you. Yeah, no, I agree with that very much so. And, um, you know, there there's really two kinds of stressors that I believe are some of the absolute worst. And you you basically just touched on both of them. And so the first one is, you know, we, we kind of have our, our everyday stress, right? We got to, you know, manage our lives and pay our bills and, you know, kind of work through the day-to-days. And everybody's day-to-day is different. But then you have something that really throws you a curveball, right? Maybe you, you know, like in the the case of what you said, you have a, you know, your spouse uh, passes away, which obviously is like, you know, I mean, nothing shakes your world up more than right, right. than an event like that. But it, you know, it could be that your car breaks down. Um, you know, it could be, you know, just an outside source, a major stress that is not a continuous. Right, but it's just kind of hitting you right now, and you got to really dedicate a lot of time to working through it before you can kind of get back onto your normal routine, right? And so, with that one, the big detriment of that arm that I I think is one of the worst is people try to continue to, you know, do their normal and then deal with this stress on top of the normal. Right. And what ends up happening is you massively overwhelm and you just are really not able to accomplish it. And it really has, 
that that detrimental effect on your mental attitude, your energy, uh, you know, your your mood in general, right? Um, so, you know, when we get these big stressors that hit us, you know, sometimes we gotta purposefully say, "Hey, I cannot do." these other things that I normally would be doing right now, like I have to dedicate all of my bandwidth to solving this big problem, right? And that might be like if it's in the case of a car breaking down or, or something that can be taken care of in a couple of weeks, right? Um, you know, maybe it's a, a couple of days of, of off your routine and or like a couple of weeks or, you know, if it is the case of like a spouse passing, right? That's not something that you're going to get over in a couple of weeks. Like that's going to be a few months of, you know, of major grief. And then, you know, it's like, you'll slowly kind of get back to feeling normal. Um, you know, but that, that's a life changing event. Right. Um, but you know, you got to kind of switch that bandwidth to manage. And, uh, and then the other one is, is the one that you just mentioned, the, the little stressors that build up over time. Right. And not being able to manage those. Um, and with that one, you know, one of the, the things that I really try to promote to people, and this is something that, that I really try to do in my own life, is that, you know, routines are good. I mean, I've, I've spoken about having a good routine on this radio show multiple times over the years. And I believe that having a, a really good routine for your your days, your weeks, your months is uh, really, really vital to being successful and accomplishing your goals and, and all those kinds of things. But you also got to have that flexibility within your schedule to, you know, dedicate it to kind of those mini stressors that are going on. And, you know, being able to have that flexibility within kind of your day, your week, your month to, you know, manage the things that are kind of most important. And you also got to have that, um, that ability to, that ability to say no, right? You know, when you're like, hey, this is what I'm doing this week. And, you know, you, you got other people that are asking you to do other things and, you know, stress from jobs, stress from, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, like, there's got to be times where you're like, hey, I, I'd love to do that for you, but I can't do it right now, right? Maybe maybe a week or two from now, but right now I have to do this, it's right? Manage the time and expectations of others. And that's really what it comes down to is management, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's come back after the break and continue. Kyle is in the studio, and we are talking about uh, stress. So I'll give you an example, Kyle. I just uh, ran into a friend of mine yesterday, and he came over, and he seemed pretty upset. And he says, you know, can I talk to you about something? I said, sure. Uh, he goes, I have a problem with one of my uh, credit cards. I'm like, what's going on? He says, I owe them $6,000. I said, okay. Um, he goes, I called them, and I tried to find a settlement solution. He said, I've been paying 200 bucks on this credit card for the last, like, three years. I can't pay it off. Mm. You know, and obviously he's <laughs> one of those uh, situations where 
he uh, used a credit card too much, and the interest yeah. rate is who knows what, maybe 30%, 1%, 30%. 30%. So he can never catch up. You can, spend, you can be sending them $200 until Jesus comes, and you're not going to pay it off. Right. You know? It's just designed that way. You yeah, know. exactly, right. So we talked about that, you know, and uh, to me that was an example of this continuous stress and his inability to solve it, to pay it, you know. So, you know, we talked about his uh, savings, and he told me that he had $3,000 saved, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we kept talking a little bit, and I suggested, you know what, take the 3000 pay it off. Find a, the, take, grab a grab couple of uh, extra jobs on the side, you know. And find a way to get uh, get out of that situation. Otherwise, it's going to kill you. It's never going to go away. You know? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, you know, the point is sometimes you have to take absolutely drastic measures to get from under whatever it is that's squeezing the life out of you. Mm -hmm. And it could be sometimes it's it's not. Uh, it could be some simple thing like like in his case he owes money. Yeah. Somebody else may have a problem with the person, you know, that they're living next to an idiot neighbor, you know, who is, mm -hmm. you know, abusing right. them all the time and banging on the walls, you know, at all kinds of day and night, you know, and they can't get any sleep. Yeah. You know what? It sounds like a small thing, but if you're dealing with it on a daily basis, you want to shoot yourself at one point. No, so you yeah. have to take yeah. drastic measures at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about that? No, I, I agree as well. Um you know, I would have probably given the same advice to the, to the friend. And, you know, because if you, you know, a situation like that where you, you know, and for him, carrying a high balance on the credit card probably is having a uh, negative effect on the sure. credit score. And, you know, so, I mean, that, that simple step of, you know, paying half of that credit card off is going to have a really positive effect on his credit score, which then could allow him to you know, apply for a different credit card with a better interest rate where he could transfer the balance over, that too. right? And then, you know, and that transfer balance usually is, you know, if you get the right credit card, you get a little cash back or you get a, you know, some airline miles or whatever. So, you know, you could get a positive thing from that and or, then your $200 pays it better. If he can get right? the 0% for six months for or six months nine and, months and right? pay the rest of it off, you know. So, you know, once you make that big drastic move, then that opens the door for other little movements that, that continue to help you. And then, you know, you get to a point where that's manageable and then you're putting $200 back into your savings and, you know, $200 a month in savings is $2,400 at the end of the year, which basically replaces his savings. And if he can do that for 10 years, now he's got $24,000 in savings, well, sure. right? You know, and so, you know, it, you and, know, and, and that, that's, Always what I find is, you know, when I, when I speak to people about some of the issues that they have uh, going on, every, you know, I do this with my kids all the time too, is, you know, we really dissect the problem. And, you know, once you dissect it, you realize that there are solutions, right? And the solutions are not all that terrible. Um, I just had a, a situation with uh with an older woman that I know um she's almost 80 and uh she uh she kind of uh got herself a little bit into this hot water because she didn't file taxes for for multiple years in a row but when she did go, finally go and file taxes she realized that uh somebody had stole her identity 
and um, you know, for tax filing purposes, and then somehow she got uh, proclaimed as dead by the IRS. Wow! And so she went through like a year of having to work with tax people and kind of get this all straightened out. And uh, and when it finally came done, uh, she owed quite a bit of money back in back taxes. And, and then, you know, she kind of um, signed these payment agreements that, uh, you know, were based on just a whim of like, yeah, I think I can afford that. And then the monthly payments that she's been making for the last, you know, three or four months have just been killing her. And so, you know, found out that this was going on. And then, you know, and I didn't even do this with her, but she she came to me and, and I used to kind of coach her on financial you know, uh, stability and management and, you know, helped her really kind of bring her finances together. And that was quite a few years ago. And so that was why she reached back out to me and, you know, and just talking to me and laying out the problem. Uh, I was like, okay, we'll get, you know, let's get together. Let's run some numbers. Let's figure out, you know, what you can do and, and how we can manage this. And we can reach out to these companies and, reassess the you know the the payments that you're making and xyz right and just on the you know i told her i was like you know just kind of gather some numbers for me so we can really dissect this and she actually didn't need my help anymore you know just by like going through and running the numbers herself and prepping to sit down and talk to me she ended up imposing a lot of the stuff that we had already done with her budgeting things that she already had learned and she just texted me yesterday her new budget and is like, actually, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> and, you know, and it just took her, you know, using me as a sounding board. But then it snapped in some clarity of kind of what steps she needed to take and how she needed to get organized to be able to manage this stress. And I mean, it was a huge stress. I mean, she was literally making herself sick. Uh, over the stress of it. Well, and I think that's the problem that people live with the situation and they can't uh, cancel it, they can't solve it, they can't get out of it, you know, and they just continue living with it. And like if she didn't talk to you, she'd probably still be making those exuberant payments, you yeah. know, yeah. and driving it's, uh, herself nuts and probably fall apart at one point financially, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the, And I think that's the key where people just don't know how to dissect how to analyze it properly and they yeah. sometimes need a help need help from somebody you know to talk uh, to be that sounding board and to talk uh, with them about the steps but we need to learn how to sit back and look at everything you know realistically and decide what it is that needs to go yeah right uh, well, my feeling is that most cases the situation is you need to let go of something in order to reduce the stress. I agree with that statement wholeheartedly, right? Um, and, you know, sometimes it is as simple as talking to somebody, right? That's that's one of the things I tell, you know, especially teenagers these days. Um, you know, you got the suicide rate that's uh, just spiking out of control, Um Two of my students, they're, uh, one just graduated high school, one is senior year, and they just had a friend commit suicide. And, you know, it's uh, it's such a tragedy. And so, you know, really speaking about your issues, man, that that's, that's a big deal. All right, we'll be right back. 
right, welcome back in the studio today, Kyle Galloway. He is a martial artist. Uh, his uh, website is successmartialarts.ninja. Yes, sir. Check it out. If you're in Denver area, you know, and uh, in, on the north part of Denver metro area, you can uh, check out his school and maybe send your kids uh, over there to learn uh, about life. Yeah. Successmartialarts.ninja. Dot ninja. And they were talking about stress. I mean, yes, uh, martial arts, I'm, uh, I would assume people take up martial arts because in hope uh, that it will reduce uh, stress or maybe uh, help them with a stressful situation. Yeah. Yesterday, a friend of mine, uh, mine's a teenage daughter, took her bicycle for a ride to go to Safeway, that's a grocery store for those of you who don't have Safeway in, in your part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, uh, you know, parking there. Uh, a guy walked up to her with a gun and took her bicycle away from her. Wow. Uh, expensive bicycle, you know. And um, so some people take martial arts in hope to prevent uh, crazy situations like that, you yeah, know, yeah. when somebody wants to abuse you in some way or take advantage of you. But the idea behind it is I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm learning this, these skills to make my life less stressful and to deal with stressful situations better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if martial arts is a, is a tool for that, then what are some of the other tools that people can... Uh, learn that will help them re to reduce uh, stress in their life. Yeah, so um, this is one of the reasons why I am so strict and dedicated to, you know, health and, and longevity concepts. Um, you know, the, the nutrition and the diet that, uh, you know, my wife and I follow the exercise routine um, you know, owning a business is, is insanely stressful. You know, I, one of the things that I had to learn is that my to-do list will always be gigantic. And no matter how many hours I work, no matter how many things I check off that list, it never shrinks. It always grows. And I just got to do the best I can with the time that I have. And that was uh, a big lesson that I had to to learn when when I opened the business, and that realization that I can't complete everything. And so, you know, when you're you're in a position in life that you know your your to do list is is ever growing, right? You got to be set up to handle the stress. And there is obviously a psychological piece to stress and the ruminating thoughts and, and everything that, that goes along with that mental aspect of stress. There also is a biochemistry uh, to stress as well. So, you know, if the, the more that your body is in a unhealthy state, then that is stress, right? So if you're, you're, you know, massively overweight and you're eating a tremendous amount of junk food and you're not getting any kind of movement and exercise and you're sleeping terribly, uh, you know, 
those are kind of the three big keys of, you know, getting good, good movement, good sleep, good nutrition. Uh, if, if all three of those are out of balance, then you're really not able to process the stress that you're under. And, you know, you have a lot of silent stress going on. You know, the biology is being stressed. You got a lot of inflammation. You got a lot, you know, your 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 heart is having to work harder than it, it should. Your liver is having to process more toxins than, than it can handle, right? So your liver is under stress. Your heart is under stress. Your brain is under stress. Your, you know, everything is under stress. Your thyroid's under stress. You know, you're, you're not breathing well. <laughs> like, you know, every organ in your body experiences stress in a different way as well. So when every organ in your body is being stressed to the max to keep up with your lifestyle, then every little outside stress that we notice in the world is just overflowing our bucket and we're just not able to manage any of it, right? So, you know, being able to, you know, go for a walk every day, right? Just go on a walk for 10, 15 minutes. Walking is just a great thing for movement in our body. Um, you know, if you're not in a position or even really have the desire to, you know, do big workouts throughout the week, right? Just getting off the couch and going for a 10 or 15 minute walk uh, at any point in the day, in the morning and at night, you know, before you go to bed, um, you know, during your lunch break, I don't know, but whenever you can fit it in 10, 15 minutes, five minutes, two minutes, give me two minutes if you, if you can't, you know, give me something, right? Uh, just adding a little bit of walking in every single day is going to really help you to manage the stress that you're under. Um, you know, it's hard for people to do that because one of the reasons is the social media that everybody is dealing with. People are so glued to that freaking screen, you know, that they can't find two minutes to go walking. Right. I mean, am I right or am I right? Um, I, you know, I mean, I agree with it 100%. And there's so many things in our world that is designed to absorb all of our free time, right? Um, social media, TV shows, you know, um, it's news, almost automatic. everything, uh, I right? Mean, I, I see people reaching for their phone all the time. They're not talking to anybody. They're just yeah. scrolling through it constantly, 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 24-7. I mean, I have a, a friend, you know, and I, we went camping or you know and first thing in the morning i mean he didn't even wash the face yet and he was already on that screen yeah six o'clock yeah. in the morning checking what 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 are you checking right what news texts messages you know stupid videos on tiktok you know yeah right and you know and for me that it again comes back to management right and uh you know again i get i get a stupid amount of emails every single day and you know, most of them are, are just a bunch of junk. Right, um, right, right, right. You know, my wife is, uh, she's got a big test com coming up in March. And uh, part of her test is she's creating a comprehensive, uh, like a three-month-long uh, women's self-defense course. And so uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we came up with the name for the course. And so I went out and I bought the domain names. And, and uh, as soon as I bought the domain names, like... For two weeks afterwards, I was getting I, I, 50 emails a day about people wanting to build my website and right, right, right. phone calls. And, oh, my Lord, it was just insane 
what, uh, what was, you know, the amount of communications that I got. And I can't, I can't sit there and check my email every 10 minutes. And so even my students, I tell them, I'm like, hey, I check my email in the morning at this time. And then I check my email again just before classes start. So, you know, if you email me, I will respond. But no, I will respond either at this time or this time. So, you know, that's that's when my emails get checked. I'm not checking it. You know, I don't have the notifications on my phone right, for right, emails. Right. Like I don't either. You know, it's uh, there is a dedicated time in my day where I will sit and check my emails. And, you know, the, it's... The, the crazy thing is that we were told that the, all this technology is going to help improve our lives and we were going to have more leisure time and we were going to have more time to ourselves and we were going to have more time for more important things in life. And it turns out that it's exactly the opposite. It, right, yeah. Well, and it's funny too because, you know, um, like the advent of the washer, washing machine, right. right? Like that that freed up a tremendous amount of time, right? Um, and like there's so many technologies that have done that. And then now all of the new technologies that have come out are to absorb that free time that we've created for ourselves, right? Right, right. You don't have and to do the laundry for four hours, but... But now you get to scroll on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, right? And, you know, and like I got nothing against those things. And I got Facebook. I got, I I enjoy scrolling. I enjoy looking at content and things of that nature. But, you know, it has to be managed, right? It's, uh, but you can't, you can't be addicted to it, right? Just like, you know, if somebody was drinking all the time, we'd all recognize the alcoholism that's going on and, and all the friends would be stepping in being like, hey, we got to have an intervention, right? But, uh, you know... Well, in the old days, you would watch a sitcom, you know, on Tuesday night or whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, for half an hour, maybe two sitcoms, you know. But, right. you, you know, and maybe you watch a football game and your amount of time on television was limited because you had too many other things to do, you know. Well, and, and you only had content, right, as a kid, like cartoons would end. And as soon right, as the right, cartoons right. were done, it was like, well, I don't want to watch this show, so I'm going to go do other stuff, right? So it wasn't a 24-hour thing at the time. Yeah, it's a 24-hour thing right now. It is. Okay, welcome back. We're in the studio with Kyle Galloway. We're talking about stress and different things that cause stress. And we were just, uh, you know, being mad at the world <laughs> of internet, you know, and how it just devours uh, people's time. Yeah. In a, in a really insidious way. And yes, you know, every once in a while it's okay to, um, you know, watch something and maybe see something interesting, news, whatever, you know. But the problem is that it's become uh, really, it has replaced everything else that we were doing as a human being. We used to mm-hmm. play sports. We used to go on trips. We used to vacation. We used to sail. <laughs> we used to, you know, go fishing, you know. Work on our house, <laughs> you know. We, we, we work on our house, you know. We used to do a lot of different things, go on a bike rides, and I, I think people still do. Yeah. But at the same time, we have also now devoted as a society 
as individuals and the society a large chunk of our free time to the stuff that's uh, online. Yeah, yeah, it really is, man. And, uh, and it you causes know, stress. I it mean, does. Because well, and that's, that's um, and th- you know, you got to realize with these, all of these internet things that, I mean, their entire purpose is to keep you on there for as long as possible so that they can show you more ads, right? They want to, and that's where they make all of their money is the advertising, right? And, um, you know, Facebook, this has been quite a few years now, um, but everything you see is, is, you know, based on an algorithm, right? It's this mathematical equation that, you know, determines what it's going to show you. And it, it determines what it's going to show you based on things that you've interacted with and, you know, um, things that you, as you're scrolling through, the things that you pause on, right? It knows what you paused on. It knows what type of content that is. And then it realizes that's the kind of stuff that catches your attention. And, and so it starts to feed you more of that. And Facebook famously kind of re-geared their algorithm uh, a few years ago that, like centered around things that make you angry, <laughs> you know? So wow. like, I can't explain to you the, the intricacies of the algorithm and why this works and what it does and any of that kind of stuff. But you know, the, the engineers, um, that do this at Facebook, they created an algorithm that, you know, feeds you the stuff that, that gets you upset, right. That kind of triggers your frustration and your anger and because they they made this switch and it's not that they're wanting to make you angry they don't really care right they don't care what keeps you on the app longer as they long just, as, they as keep long as it you. keeps you on the app longer they're like hey we're going to make more money this way right and so if you're you know, angry at something you're going to stay longer on it and that's what they found is they they released this new algorithm that that uh, you know kind of populates your feed with stuff that that frustrates you more and and they realized that like the amount of and you know the the quintessential number to all of these uh, social media companies are time on app, right? That is the metric that they care the most about. And when they released the new algorithm, the time on app increased pretty drastically, which you know kind of gives you a little insight into human beings that you know if they if they put out an algorithm that you know, it was all happy rainbows and sunshine and it kept you on the app for longer, then that's what it would be. But, but not. that's not the psychology of human beings. That's not what our brain tends to focus on most. We and are attracted to tragedies. Exactly. We are, you know, we're programmed to be more cognizant of danger than pleasure, right? And, you know, you think you go back into as our genetics were, were, you know, evolving, you know, the caveman that spent most of his time staring up at the sky because it was gorgeous, you know, was probably the one that got eaten by the tiger, right? And the person that, you know, actually paid more attention to the possible tiger in the bush, right? That was the one that was able to recognize the danger and run away while his buddy got eaten, right? And if you get eaten by a tiger, you're not exactly able to so today, you basically, know, pe- have children. people are online uh, watching out for all kinds of dangers. Well, and that's right. And so, you know, our brain is geared towards recognizing these dangers and 
And, you know, and so that is essentially kind of what this algorithm is doing is feeding you the things that you believe are kind of the dangers in this world, right? Um, And so maybe that for some of us out there, that's the, you know, the devastation of Trump being reelected. And for others, it's the, you know, the idiocy and incompetency of Joe Biden being as old as he is. And, you know, so depending on which which side of the aisle you fall on is, you know, you're getting fed all this kind of stuff of, you know, these people are destroying the country or, you know, this thing in the world is is going to bring us all to doom. And, you know, and so uh, it's all these different things that are really just pushing us to, you know, be more frustrated with the world in, in all kinds of different ways, which, you know, there's nothing more stressful than being angry at the world and you can do nothing about it. Right. Right. And, and this is where most of society is nowadays. And this, yeah, that's, you know, in, I mean, ever since COVID, like, you know, adults are angry, wow. right? Like you meet, like, a lot of the adults that I meet, man, when you when you really touch on some stuff, uh, you know, beyond the superficial, like, hey, how's it going? The weather's real nice. You know, you you actually start getting into some deeper deeper conversation. You realize how just how angry everybody is, right? And uh, and and you know, it's angry about stuff that they that you can't change. you can't change. You can't really do anything about, or you can do, you know, a little bit. And every right. time you go back online, you're fed more and more of that same stuff. More and more and more, it right? It flames your anger. Right? And I swear our phones listen to us, you know. So I have these conversations with people and I, you know, and they're... They they're, do listen, yeah. They're, you know, like going off about what makes them angry. Um, and then next thing I know, I open up my phone and open up Facebook or, or Instagram or any of those. And, and all of a sudden, what they were angry about is all in my feed and right, like, right, right. this is wild man so you know all right kyle thanks for being here i appreciate the talk folks we're gonna be back next week god bless bye bye be sure to tune in next time for another unique perspective on your whole person health with your host, Dr. G. And don't forget to share the goodness with friends and family and visit our website at fitpositiveconfident.tv and follow Dr. G on Twitter at Dr. G Fitness. God bless and stay healthy.